Oh, that's weird. I made it mad. Good morning. If you would, open your Bibles to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 8. As you're turning over there, how many of you have ever been on a ship that was at sea and the seas became rough or a, a storm blew up or on the lake and a storm blows up? Or just on a, on a boat or anything and it just starts, the seas are rough. Several years ago, Missy and I was on a ship and, and the seas were rough and it was not a pleasant experience for the people that was with us. Now, it didn't bother Missy or I, but it, the, the people that were with us, they turned green. You know, it was not pleasant for them. But as you're thinking about rough seas, what about the rough seas of life? The storms of life. You know, we all face stormy times, rough times in our life. Now, these rough times are not pleasant either. And, you know, if you think about it, they can be, we can have plenty of these times, whether it's times of sickness, times of pain, times of loss. And if you think about it, even times of sin can cause rough times in our life. So when we think about the rough times in our life, what can we do about these things? Look at Luke chapter 8. And we'll be looking at verses 22 through 25. It's written, And it came to pass on a certain day that he went into a ship with his disciples and he said unto them, Let us go over unto the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. And as they sailed, he fell asleep. And there came down a storm of wind on the lake. And they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. Then they went to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we perish. And he arose and rebuked the wind and the waves of water. And they ceased, and it was calm. Then he said unto them, Where is your faith? And they feared and wondered among themselves, saying, Who is this that commandeth both the winds and water, and they obey him? Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, just ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. Just be with us today, Lord, as we worship together. And Lord, we just thank you for your word. We just thank you for all the blessings that you've given us, the blessings of life and liberty, the blessings of family and friends. And Lord, most of all, we thank you for the blessings that you have given us through your Son, Jesus Christ. And Lord, today as we worship together, just illuminate your word for us and, and just open up our hearts to your word. And Lord, if there's anyone here today that doesn't know you as Lord and Savior, I just pray that you would speak to their hearts today. And Lord, just be with those that are sick and shut in, those that could not make it today, those that may be traveling, Lord, we just lift them up to you and just ask your blessings upon on each one. And Lord, I just pray that you would just... Be with us today as we worship. Just give me the words to say. 
And hide me behind the cross and let the words that are spoken be your words. And Lord, just bind down Satan and let me have no part of this service. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now in this passage of scripture, we see that Jesus and the disciples entered into a ship and they were going to go to the other side of the Sea of Galilee. Now while they were on the sea, what we see is a storm blew in. And the seas became rough, and the seas became so rough that water started to come into the ship. It was being blown into the ship, and the ship started to sink. Now, if you think about it, when they started out, the seas were not rough. And we can see this because when they started out, what happened? Jesus falls asleep. And he's sitting there asleep. And while he was asleep, this storm blew in, and the disciples had to wake him up. And look at what they said in verse 24. They said, Master, Master, we perish. They thought they were going to die. That's how bad the seas had become. That's how bad the water had become. The disciples thought they were going to die. But what happens? Jesus stands up and then he rebukes the wind and the water and everything becomes calm. But then what do we see right after that? And And we're going to look at this a little bit more closely in in a minute. But right after that, he rebukes the disciples because they didn't have any faith. He asks them, where is your faith? And the disciples became scared. And they wondered, who is this that can calm the wind and the sea. But when you think about it, only Jesus can calm the rough seas and the wind. Now how did he do this? Well, if you look at John chapter 1, what does it tell us in John chapter 1? All things were created by him. He's the creator of all things. And as the creator of all things and as God and king of all the universe, he has power over all creation. He has power over it. The wind and the seas had to obey him when he told them to calm down because he has power over them. But just as he has power over the winds and the seas, the rough winds and the rough seas, he has power over what happens in our life. Now what do I mean? Just as he calmed the rough wind and the seas on the Sea of Galilee, can he not also calm the rough patches that happen in our life? He can. But here's the key, if we let him. He can calm these things if we let him. When we face times of trial and tribulation in our life, all we must do is turn to Jesus Christ and let him carry the load for us. 
but we have to turn it over to him. That's the key. We let him calm the rough seas and rebuke the wind in our lives. And what happens when we do this? He's going to calm them. Just as he rebuked the winds and the seas on the Sea of Galilee, he's going to calm the seas and calm the wind and the rough patches in our life. And then once we turn everything over to him, we're going to feel that load get lighter. We'll feel it get lighter. Yet, what normally happens? What normally happens in our life? We try to handle everything ourselves. We try to have handle everything on our, on our own because we like our independence. We like our individuality. We don't want to turn anything over because we think that we can do everything better. So what happens? We don't ask for help because we tell ourselves we don't need any help when we face these tough times in our life. And then the winds will get worse. The seas will get worse. And there we are in the ship called our life with a bucket and we're trying to bail the ship out and the bucket has a hole in the bottom. And the water just keeps filling in and filling in and filling in until we sink. And we sink. We sink under the waves of our own problems. When all we had to do at the beginning of the problem was turn it over to Jesus Christ and let him handle it. But we have that bucket and we continue to try to bail and we can't get any water out of the ship. Because when you think about that bucket, which is our own efforts, we don't know that the bucket has the hole. Because we can't do anything on our own, except cause more problems for ourselves. Only Jesus can calm the rough seas of life. Only he can rebuke the wind. Only he can rebuke the water. And we see this right here with the disciples. There the disciples were in a fight for their life. They thought they were going to die because that ship was sinking. And they go to the only person who can help them. And what does he do? He rebukes the wind and he rebukes the seas, and everything becomes calm. And if he can do that on the Sea of Galilee, he can do the same in our life. All we must do is turn it over to him. And you know, we've seen him do it before. We've seen him 
do it before. If you're a Christian, remember whenever you became a Christian? What did he do? He calmed the winds and the seas in your life. And those winds and sea, those rough seas and that wind was caused by sin. Whenever we believed on Him as Lord and Savior, He took that away from us. And the seas in our life became calm. The wind became calm, and there we were on calm water for the first time in our life once we received Him as Lord and Savior. And He can do that with the rough seas, that are caused by the problems in our life, just as he did it with the sin that was in our life, if we let him. Because if you think about it, once we receive him as Lord and Savior, the rough seas and the rough wind that comes into our life come by our own doing. Because once he has forgiven our sins, he forgets them never to bring them up again. We fall back into sin on our own. We cause the wind and the rain and the storm of sin to come back into our life on our own. And we do the same thing with all the problems in our life. It's caused by us. Once we received Christ as our Lord and Savior, He already calmed everything for us. When everything gets rough, it's usually caused by our own doing. but we can turn everything back over to him as we did when we received him as Lord and Savior. And he'll calm it for us. Because he can calm not only the rough seas caused by sin, he can calm the rough seas caused by every problem that we create in our own life. And he can calm the problems that we don't create on our own. He can help us through everything and anything we face. Because only Jesus can calm the storm. Because only Jesus is king of the universe. You know, there's something else to note. Many times the trials that we face in life, what does it do? It tests our faith. It tests our faith. You know, will we go it alone or will we turn it over to Jesus? That's a test of faith. Will we go it alone or will we turn it over to Jesus? And what do we normally do? We fail the test. Because we try to go it alone. And what happens? The issue, the trial becomes worse. The problems will increase. But it's during these times that our faith should allow us to turn our problems over to God. Any problem we face, these times in our life should allow us to turn those problems over to God. It's a test of faith. 
And we see the lack of faith in the disciples. Again, look at what what they say. Master, Master, we perish. We perish. Do you see the lack of faith that they had? You might be thinking, well, they went to Christ. But look at what they said specifically. We perish. We're going to die. What if they had just went to him and and asked him, Lord, can you wake up and calm the sea? Or better yet, what if they had just prayed to God, the Father, realizing that the Father was not going to let anything happen to the Son? Do you really think God was going to let that boat sink with His Son on it? All they had to do was go to the Father. All they had to do was have faith in who Jesus Christ is. Or all they had to do was just turn to him and say, instead of, we perish, please calm the sea. But instead, they showed a lack of faith. Because they were afraid. And if you think about it, whenever we face the trials and tribulations in our life, when we face the problems in our life, one reason we don't turn it over to God is we're scared. You might be thinking, well, Brother Jeff, what do you mean? We're scared to admit our own weakness. We're scared to admit our own helplessness. But part of being humble and humbling ourselves before God is to admit that we can't go it alone. It's to admit that we need help every day of our life, every second of our life. It's to admit that we need God. And we need Him in our life to help us. When the storms of life come, we have to have the humility to turn it over to God. Realizing that we need His help. We have to have the faith to turn it over to Him. Realizing we need His help. Because only He can calm those seas. So when the storms of life come, we must turn it over to Jesus. And we must turn it over in faith. And have faith that he can calm the storms. And have faith that he can help us every day of our life. Let's stand for prayer. Our most gracious and loving Father, Lord, as we come before you, I just thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, that we can learn from it. And Lord, I just pray that you would be with us. 
during this time of invitation, if there's anyone here that needs to make any decision, I pray that you would speak to their hearts. Just continue to be with us and overshadow us with your love and watch care. We just ask this in your son's precious and holy name, Jesus Christ. Amen.